Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for March 12, 2020. The topic this week is thoughts and some cautions about planting perennial herbs in the garden. Now, ere the sun advances burning eye, the day to cheer and lights dank dew to dry, I must upfill this osier cage of ours with billful weeds and precious juiced flowers. Friar Lawrence and William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, Act 2, Scene 3. In this scene of Romeo and Juliet, I can picture Father Lawrence stepping into the monastery garden with his willow basket in the early morning to weed and pick herbs that will be used for cooking and healing. The Friar's Garden soliloquy foreshadows the events to come and sums up an underlying theme of the play. Oh, mickle is the powerful grace that lies in herbs, plants, stones, and their true qualities. For not so vile that on the earth doth live, but to the earth some special good doth give. Nor aught so good but strained from that fair use, revolts from true birth, stumbling on abuse. Virtue itself turns vice, being misapplied, and vice sometime by action dignified. Just after Father Lawrence utters these words to himself, Romeo enters the garden, picks one of the flowers, and ominously remarks, Within the infant rind of this small flower, poison hath residence and medicine power. The names of the herbs are not mentioned in this passage, but typical monastic garden plants during the Renaissance period included sage, betony, hyssop, rue, chamomile, dill, cumin, comfrey, apothecary roses, lavender, rosemary, and many others. It's thought that Romeo's fate came by drinking poison made from aconite, also called monk's hood and wolf's bane. Weather permitting, I'll have some new perennial herbs planted out in the Bard's Garden at Hanley Farm by the end of this month. Besides those I've already mentioned, there are a lot of perennial herbs to choose from, chives, oregano, thyme, bronze fennel, bee balm, lemon balm, echinacea. The list goes on, and that's not counting annual herbs that will be ready to plant out later in May. Perennial herb transplants enjoy a little cool moisture as they are becoming established in the garden, but they thrive in the warm sunshine of summer when soils are much drier. Transplant potted herb starts into pre-moistened holes with added compost and one to two tablespoons of bone meal. Adequate spacing will range from six inches apart for small herbs to 24 or more inches apart for large herbs. Add a layer of mulch after planting to retain moisture and reduce weeds. I have a tendency to plant too close together, but it helps if I have a mental picture of how much space a particular plant will need at maturity, rather than spacing based on what the plant looks like right then. On the other hand, too much bare space between plants invites weeds and makes it harder for plants in the garden to thrive as a community. The other day, I was in the Bard's garden pruning and clearing away debris. I spent most of my time yanking out mint that has overtaken Perdita's herb garden in the winter's tail section. I knew better than to plant mint in the ground, but the small starts looked so innocent that I threw caution to the wind, or I should say the soil, and planted six different varieties of mint. Two years later, Friar Lawrence's words come to mind, virtue itself turns vice being misapplied. Those aren't actually the words that came to mind as I was ripping out three feet long runners of mint that were strangling my lavender plants, but those are the words I can print. 
I've learned my lesson, so let me be clear. Do not plant mint in the ground. Constrain those overly ambitious, precious-juiced flowers in a pot. Mint is not the only invasive herb that will need some restraining. There are several others that I found multiply quicker than bubbles in a boiling pot. Most of these plants produce tons of seeds that germinate with ease, so be sure to deadhead before the flowers set seed. Catnip, calendula, chamomile, dill, fennel, feverfew, lemon balm, and did I mention mint? You probably have other herbs in the garden that you've been growing for years and only planted once. I'd love to find out what they are, so email me. I'll finish planting the Romeo and Juliet section of the Bard's Garden this spring, and I invite you to come tour the garden from noon to 3 p.m. on Sundays during April, May, and June at Hanley Farm, 1053 Hanley Road in Central Point. Please, take some mint. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening, and happy gardening.